listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bitch, you thirsty. Please grab a Sprite. My crib's lurking. Don't die tonight. I just want to dance with you, baby. Just don't move too fast or too crazy. And man, down, down the avenue, get shaded. Take a nigga mind off that. We can get, we can dip fuck in the whip, slide right back in the function. One won't verse start busting. Put that on my Yankee hat. I'm a gangster crip. Fuck gangster rap. Where the ladies at? Where the hoes? Where the bitches? Every real nigga know the difference. Bandana brown like the dope daddy shooting in the kitchen. Real north side nigga never poly with the Chris. Wait, never poly with the cribbo. Never heard of that. A Carrillo co- <laughs> cocaine color of a Creole. Tight T scrap moving with the D lo. Well, he know. I ain't never run for nothing but the police. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Us podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. I'm your host Rod, joined as always by my co-host Karen, Northside Long Beach, Northside Long Beach. Beach, and we are live, ready to do some feedback on uh, Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys uh, have done all your due diligence. It's time for us to do ours. You can leave us feedback a bunch of ways you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0186 we got quite a few this week you can um write us emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com yes you can um the easiest way is probably to go to the black guy who tips leave comments on our website each episode has a little space for you to leave comments on and uh all you got to do is boom just drop that thing up in there it's that easy uh we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that um just now realizing i put something in the wrong category anyway um you can do all that stuff we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do it um and then you can also leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we've been getting some every week this week uh this year um we got one on stitcher this week two on itunes i still feel like there's a lot more of you guys out there oh yeah and don't be scared we will not rest until all of you have left a review i see the thousands and thousands of downloads we get we don't have thousands and thousands of reviews guys Mm -mm. we don't some of y'all are holding out and the downloads are just people that probably are subscribed to the feed and they get it every day and they Mm -hmm. that means we are with you every day at work on the train in your car on your road trips and you have not thought to yourself man i would love to lead them just a little something there's yeah. no part of you that thinks I owe it to Roddy Karen to leave him a little something. Say right, a little something. Right, right. And, and the thing is, it's no pressure. I tell people, whenever you left your five-star review, your five-star review was on time. I don't care how long you've been listening. And I say the opposite. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> leave the five-star review, and then the pressure will be gone. That's what I mean. The pressure will be gone afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, there's no pressure on you. But until then, you are a guilty ass just thieving motherfuckers we are judging judge okay. judge judge when you see me in line to check cash your place don't come hug me mm-hmm. act like you don't know me and keep walking the way you do on your itunes every day when you don't leave a five-star review mm-hmm. some of y'all know y'all got family and friends y'all don't introduce the show to and they ain't left no five-star review stop putting that pressure on and i'm looking at them sideways going you left that review yet i need my five stars we run need it. all five of them coins run my five stars y'all we work real hard for y'all mm-hmm. karen was on where's my 40 acres just just this week yep so this out right now i was on woke files okay i was on medium popcorn we out here doing this for y'all and we should have a very special guest appearance this week coming up too so i mean what's up anyway hate to fuss at y'all like that but 
y'all bring out the worst in us it's out of love it's out mm-hmm. of love it, yeah it, it's, it's not no uh fussy. for me it's out of hate i hate people that don't leave five star <laughs> reviews i still love y'all i hate you Okay. i don't i love you You want to get off my hate list leave me five stars and then i'll stop hating on your ass i love you but i love you even more with five stars now Mm-hmm. y'all really disappointing us <laughs> people that haven't left these reviews but those that did thank you thank you uh some of y'all also left us money the blackouttips.com on the right hand side you can donate to the show and we'll shout you out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment today's a new day new day and new money right monique s thank you so much for your recurring donation we appreciate you got a one-time donation from james b who says this at smash crimpet family thanks for the ig follow too thank you for the donation thank you dr bambi hooked us up with a donation thank you baby kevin w thank you jason f thank you Mm -hmm. pamela ab appreciate you Ken, oh our girl falcons diva shout out to hey, you baby donna in thank you donna one time donation from samuel s who says thanks for helping me fix my duplicate payment earlier love the work y'all do listen guys i do custom service yeah you are custom service you email the blackout tips about anything going on with your premium membership i will straighten you out i will fix that shit okay the blackout tips at gmail.com y'all paying for a service so make so if you have any problems any issues be sure to email email is the best way i know some guys like to hit us up through social media email us emailing is the you will get a response i'll take care of you. phil g thank you very much for your current donation uh felicity f Derek w zachary n thank you mm-hmm. uh grace n thank you so much b coleman thank you uh donna in thank you lawrence k lawrence c thank you lawrence Mm -hmm. c we appreciate you linwood c no relation noel w keep it r thank you keep it thank you preston uh team dro thank you got a (laughs) one-time donation from alicia m who says i stopped going to church a while ago but i decided to tithe this show because it adds such great value to my life thank you thank you that's all we asking for is the church's money that's it that's it malanike i thank you cedric w appreciate you calvin n thank you so much calvin and that is everybody as we say down south play me out even though i've been here for a while i smile I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Can you just smile? for me <laughs> and the people say oh, oh, oh. all right let's talk about what the people say in these five star reviews though we got two of them um this week gch fan says this show is amazing five stars this is my must listen to podcast for work ride Karen on my daily fix of humor and news y'all are very y'all are better than a cup of coffee thank you thank you you know i think we are better than a cup of coffee Me i too. hate to you know i love coffee myself to be honest with you but 
if i had to choose between coffee or this podcast pick this podcast same tim tim 3004 says rod and karen are fantastic five stars i first started to hear rod on the evening jones with bomani jones been a fan ever since well thank you thank you shout out to bo that's been quite some time i haven't been on the evening jones in a while i don't right. think i don't think bo takes guests anymore like that but um but yeah uh bo is the homie man we talk all the time and uh you know just not in podcast form but uh uh you know and i still listen to the evening jones in the right time myself mm-hmm. you know still a fan uh after all this time all right um but yeah thank you for those five star reviews from uh everybody for uh that um also i will be updating the spoiled movie review um feed this month uh we should be putting some new episodes out uh so be on the lookout for that um and for premium people we put out a spoiled movie review this week of captain marvel mm-hmm. it's already out so y'all can go ahead and check that out whenever you get out the movies or we'll before be you go it we got a five-star review on stitcher uh love this show by aaron b who says i've been listening to y'all since 2016 you guys are funny as fuck and very insightful i've been meaning to drop this review for a while now i can feel guilt-free when y'all asking for reviews love y'all thank you aaron thank you that's all we want you to feel is the freedom we want you to be guilt-free in in 2019 okay come on guilt-free in 2019 that's the low that's the slogan i want you to judge other people okay on, fold your arms and twitch your eye and judge uh we had uh some episodes last week i think only four i think we might have taken a day off oh, we didn't have any uh in the sport movie no 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 okay no, no. uh 1852 southern fried comfort for your ears no comments no comments on the poll the poll was easy do you open the door without looking out your peephole first yes no or why you plan why you planning on robbing me Eighteen <laughs> percent said yes. They they open the door sometimes without look without looking at the people first. I do sometimes. I I really um, unless I know who who's coming. Right. I don't. I don't to be honest. Most of the time I know who. Yeah. Why are you planning on robbing me? Thirty three percent want to know if I'm trying to rob them, which is poll. And fifty percent said no because we have a very black audience. Just doing a little. Just doing a little check. So that means eighteen percent of our audience is white and uh that's fine um we had episode 1853 reverse racism draw four playing that reverse racism card come on my mom really liked this episode she texted me and said she was well no she called me and she was like crying and i thought something was wrong because she could barely get any words out and i was like oh my god is, some, is everything okay is everyone okay right that's what you go wait a minute did somebody die what happened somebody sick right and she was just like laughing so hard she couldn't even say how much she loved this episode she told me to tell you that so thank you, thank you. um let's get into these room comments canadian beaver says it's twelve fifty-three a.m on sunday night and admittedly i'm a wee bit inebriated while listening to karen's random thoughts and i'm peeing my pants <laughs> karen is so funny example that's why old people have elastic and everything and karen's random thoughts about gender neutral restrooms i'm an atheist but goddess i love you too i'm a lesbian and most familiar with gender neutral bathrooms i.e also known as just bathrooms to us queers and karen's straight take is hilarious <laughs> thank you thanks canadian beaver uh, i think that might be her first comment so that's hilarious uh angie says it's 1 18 a.m on oh wait wait i'm sorry no 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 that's 
that's canadian beef i guess her first comment she think didn't go through it did it she got to go through the second time uh but mill 73 on the tay k rugrats gang articles of constitution did these motherfuckers never see the wild season three to quote the scholar stringer bell is you taking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy ain't that the truth uh we got this from clarence crawford and some more i think we're kind of ready to actually speak to each other in the bathroom well i am and i haven't noticed anything but thanks after a few words even back home and not just in sweden see a nervous young black man pacing in the bathroom it doesn't cost you shit to say something uplifting shallow shit can actually be help can help them settle i've never seen a nervous black man pacing in the bathroom i'll be honest I've been in a lot of bathrooms but that's that would be a first if i walked in there and taking a piss and some nigga was pacing i might say something to him like you okay uh speaking about tay k and the innocent uh i wonder what happened to Corey miller still in jail and yeah i don't know and i'm sorry but it feels way weird not to thank y'all for a great podcast and even say hi to start don't know how everyone else does it anyway sorry hi thanks for the podcast no problem clarence thank you really dark knight says hey y'all if your random in your random thoughts you brought up uh, about marshall's being a bougie goodwill i remember going to marshall about 15 years ago my thought woo, the ghetto so i'm not like the rest of you negroes i shop at target peace <laughs> p.s thanks to everyone for your kind thoughts it is so crazy that target basically charges you about an extra quarter an item mm-hmm. on the average right i'm right. sure i'm sure you know but maybe I, let's say an extra 50 cent item because it adds up it shit does right. add up whenever right. i go to check out it shit do be more you be like ooh, yeah three, eight dollars more but isn't it funny that them motherfuckers can charge an extra like 50 cent an item and it completely makes you feel like i'm a rich person okay come on uh, i I'm got going, the 50 cent i have target money today i will not be dealing with the riffraff and this and and it does translate to the experience because i don't know why but they buggy's not rickety right they don't need no tune-up no oil change you never pick up nothing in the food department and it's just leaking like it's uh, like it is the aisles is wide i'm not bumping into shit their employees are friendlier i bet they don't even pay them more than walmart they probably pay them the same but they just mm-hmm. think i work at target i'm gonna speak to people the other day i was at walmart and a woman was in the aisle she was a worker and i was just trying to squeeze by i was like excuse me and she had this big ass like thing of uh what do you call it of uh, like like to restock the shelves she just had this big ass cart thing in the middle of the thing so i said excuse me and she just ignored me and i was like okay uh well i guess i'll try to squeeze my buggy by and so i squeezed it by and i swear to god y'all it barely nicked the back wheel of that cart thing it didn't touch her it didn't touch like she wasn't holding the cart or nothing she was actually doing something else she gave me the meanest fucking look like oh how dare thee and i was like nigga you work here what is the problem right, and you blocking the fucking aisle like what what oh my god target you knew it never happened i should have went to target you went to target anybody pardon me sir i'll actually move my ass out the whole aisle and let you go past me oh i'm sure my shit would have cost a little more but i should have went to target i fucked up emil we had a poll the poll was have you ever worked for a racist yes no or i'm white but yes karen oh for me yes i i might not know them all you know but yes mm-hmm. okay yep uh 88 percent of the of the responses yes yeah and all jokes aside a lot of times depending on the, the situation i just make assumptions until proven otherwise sometimes you, you know like okay until you prove me otherwise this is my assumption 88 percent said yes 
six percent said no so i assume they don't have jobs or they're self-employed right and six percent said i'm white but yes um emil says at my first engineering job in canada i used to walk walk to work singing if my manager is so me oh, if my manager sells me again i will be assaulting him Come after on. i fucked the manager up then i'll go shorten the register up <laughs> that's my calming mantra going to work uh to the, with that guy for the record he did insult me again but i did not result to assaulting him oh, oh, short the register. Joy, jay says there should have been a probably because i think i have but i can't say 100 percent brooklyn shoe oh, bag that's the same for me but i'm like yes yeah, if it's white people involved yes brooklyn shoe bag says yes but i can't prove it i'm playing the odds come on me and you on the same page baby and lakita says i'm so disheartened by the sh- shit again going on in the glp at accusing these women of color of being racist while simultaneously being blatantly racist towards them what the fuck is going on the attacks on the freshman representatives are heinous and disingenuous and people are okay looking the other way i'm so sick of this bitch america i'm sick of these self-important politicians and their self-important followers i'm sick of white allies who don't seem to get it i don't even hate bernie but i'm sick of the hypocrite followers i dropped a news podcast i dropped a news podcast because they there were blind followers while constantly hating on kamala meanwhile bernie's just a kid who made mistakes bitch what oh man that's that's a lot of woke black people that that. do that too i don't know how the fuck that happens because i i'm not i'm not such a uh i don't i'm not really necessarily a fan of any of the candidates for the democratic um ticket to be honest and it's, that's not a knock on any of them either it's not that like shady shit where you're like i'm not a fan but really you mean you hate them no i'm just not a fan of any of them really in any particular way i just don't know enough about some of them and the, some of the things i do know really taint it because they come from people that like are like they don't want to see them succeed so they're uh, they'll only talk about the negative they'll never tell you the, anything positive about anyone yeah then you go well who would you vote for like okay you telling right. me not who not to vote for who would you vote for right that's all a totally different animal right but um i have i do notice the inconsistencies and the hypocrisy and that is probably one of the most glaring ones is the people that like hate um kamala harris hillary clinton stuff like that and then they're like but bernie sanders that's who we should get behind and i'm like i don't see how you not are as how you're not as equally critical of that person if that's your feeling but you know that but that's just a small thing for me because i don't think any those people are still not really um you know they're not really endorsing anybody they're not really here to they're just more to like to tout their own like moral superiority stop invoking hillary and get some real shit to say god i hate this this simulation uh yeah she's not even running and they keep bringing her ass back up right you know and, and it's not the same but it's the same way they do fucking barack obama he's not running for office but every fucking thing he did is tied to him you're like bitch what he's not he's not he don't got no power here no authority here what are you doing i hate the simulation i want a different one okay i'm done bitching i guess i just need a break yeah the thing i'll say too that uh i've noticed like uh and one of the reasons i'm not actually not really going off about like we need to like support ilhan we need to support uh alexandria ocasio cortez we need to uh support rashida uh talib um uh we need to support ayanna presley or whatever one of the reasons i haven't been saying much about what's going on with them is because those are kind of like 
representatives for the more like internet savvy political left and um i have really been wanting to see what happens when they get some power and when they get when they get a platform because they represent a lot of people i know on the internet Mm -hmm. like ilhan omar you know uh she keeps saying stuff about jewish people in israel and you know it's being painted as anti-semitic when i think a lot of people would say it's not um even some jewish people and stuff but i have always known that that's a sticky situation and it's easier to say that on twitter than it you know to your followers or to say it you know in a situation where you don't really have to attach much to it like i don't have to work with anybody i don't have to it's easier to say that stuff in a vacuum than it is to say it with a political position behind you because there's a purposeful machine that goes to work to be like let's take you out of context or the time that's the job yeah let's assume the worst of the context in which you said this thing and i have always and and like those kind of people like her and uh alexandria ocasio cortez have always made a living on being not a living they've always made a name on being like these other politicians that claim to be democrats they don't say the real shit and and it's because they just scared of saying the real shit mm-hmm. well now that there's they realize there's a consequence for saying that real shit because it ends up distracting from whatever the point you wanted to be because the whole game is to be a distraction from the point that you tried to make and i want to see how they deal with it and if they deal with it differently than the predecessors because they seem to have all the answers when they were on the sideline well now you're in the fight and we're looking to you for inspiration we're looking to you for guidance this is not about everyone needs to protect them i want to see what they do like ilhan also doesn't like president obama and she's like uh, i think she implied that he's a murderer that 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 is more polished and knows how to smile he's not much better than trump i like let's see how that plays now that you're talking to everyone when you're just talking to like you know your people on twitter that chose to follow you or you're just talking to the people that are super woke around you it's just easier i'm not saying and this is not a diss to her point of view this is a i don't know what the game plan is because we haven't really had this yeah and i agree it's going to be interesting to see as the time goes on how they adjust because people adjust to things so everything's new everything's fresh we're coming in hard we're coming in height we're coming in with this energy and there's nothing wrong with that it's actually really 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 needed but also the thing is uh people just been quote-unquote playing the game for a while they're actually saying the same things that you're saying sometimes but they know the cold words they know how to say things they know how to not start fires they know how to get around shit um a little bit better than you do because you're just coming in with a fucking hammer boom and then when you do that they're gonna be pieces that fall and crumble everywhere and you're gonna have to deal with the damage that happens from you just coming in with this heavy ass hammer well also like you're part of the process now right you ran to be part of the process and then now you're gonna you're going to have to realize the the game is still about coalitions you can be a like that's the reason that bernie sanders is bernie sanders he can't build coalitions Mm -mm. so he's trying to do a one-man takeover of the democratic party while not being in the democratic party and that stumbling block is there but and so people go well we need more democratic socialists we need more people like bernie in office okay well you still have a lot of people that 
as of yet don't seem to be necessarily team players and they don't realize that when you stand out from the team the team is not going to just surround themselves around a new person and go we must protect them so i'm watching it play out in real time uh you know i see in the chat room you know people are very upset about the fact that you know that uh ilhan apologized and stuff like that and and they forced her to apologize and whatnot but that's the thing they can't force her to apologize she can choose to be like fuck everybody but she i said what i said but she got to deal with the political consequences behind that but you got to deal with the fact that not everybody gonna agree with you Mm -mm. you see what i'm saying so like it so like it i love watching this the same reason i said i love watching alexandria ocasio cortez i love watching the youth quote unquote right come in and full of piss and vinegar and be like i'm gonna see how much i can push by myself or push these people that i feel like are the real bad guys people on the left we're gonna push them all the way to the left and and we're seeing the machine go to work and see if they can beat it themselves or if they can figure ways out i don't know what's gonna happen next right and the thing is it's not um the thing is when it comes to it she made that choice but yeah she could have been like fuck it and if she said that she would have had to deal with it and the thing is you have to kind of pick and choose your battles when it comes to i said what i said you know which which is yeah. fine you know and i'm not knocking her for apologizing though right you know what i'm saying right, right. and the same here I'm, okay. I'm not knocking her for apologizing it's just just the fact that she kind of made the choice to apologize right and my thing is that i understand people not wanting her to apologize because they agree with what she said i agree with what she said um but also we don't have to deal with the consequences and the repercussions and the fallout we don't represent a whole other group of people it's real easy for somebody like you say on the outside of the game looking in going well just do that and and be damned what happens i I, like we don't have we have the luxury of saying that she does not have the luxury of saying that and the thing is um it's going to be interesting to see uh how they adapt and adjust because this new energy is nice i like them fighting against the machine i like them bucking up i like them saying things that everybody else in the room sees but nobody else is willing to call out i really do like that um but also the thing is how do they respond to the pushback because that's the thing it's always going to be pushback to what you do because that's just the way our system is designed and so how do you deal with the pushback because we don't really know how they're going to deal with the pushback because they haven't had office been in office long enough to deal with something that actually because that's minor her apologizing but but they haven't really did anything uh, as of right now to deal with heavy heavy pushback because the thing is now it's about longevity because the thing about youth youth gets tired after a while if they don't eventually get their way so what are you going to do once you're your your giddiness or once the job gets old or once everything's not brand new and sparkly like after you get past that honeymoon phase that's what i that's when we're gonna know what you're made of well also um the opposition to them is ridiculous correct and there's a value to pointing out the ridiculousness of the opposition but you have to get your people on board and one of the things like it's funny watching people be like i can't believe the democratic party didn't just like circle around ilhan and like fight back with her but but you have to realize they're coming in saying democrats are fucked up too so they're coming in kind of like they're they're purposely 
running to the left of the left so they don't really have allies they're not really like i saw people being like oh so way to be an ally and i'm like those aren't really their allies a lot of them a lot of what they're running on is we will threaten your position as well we will make sure to ouster you you know when it's time for your primary anyone who's who we feel is weak or not left enough we're gonna find an opponent to the left of you so like we look at it as like it's either democrat or republican and i'm saying i don't think so i think it's democrat and then even lefter of democrats you know democratic socialists or whatever and so when one of them says something you might not see the response of if like say if nancy pelosi said the same shit a lot more people would be like whoa 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 whoa, y'all not gonna go in on nancy she's senior she's around here she done put in the time she don't work with everybody shit she could just pick up the phone and be like remember that thing i did for you to keep your um seat you gonna get on in front of the motherfucking camera and tell them that i'm that that you support me there there's like a whole network of shit that happens behind the scenes these guys are new so they don't have that network yet it's that it's really just hoping that people will like side with them yeah and also um one thing about the youth the youth is actually willing to do things that nobody else is willing to do and it's human nature if it works people are gonna be like oh okay it worked but people gotta see if it works and they're gonna be like and if it fails you're gonna be out there on that sinking shit by your goddamn self yeah i mean a great example also is the green new deal mm-hmm. um you know i've read some of the green new deal like some of the uh provisions that are in it and stuff and it's it's not an insult to uh, alexandria ocasio cortez but it's such a pie in the sky bill it's like the proposal is so ridiculous that it won't happen it's kind of like what bernie sanders has done for a long time where he proposes things that he knows won't pass so he can be like i was just too woke everybody else was scared and it's like but you knew that the republicans wouldn't pass it you knew people were going to tack on shit to your bill you knew that you didn't have the votes to fight for your bill as is whole you didn't build the alliances with people so now when you try to propose this bill you can't you just want to use it as an angle to be like i was woke and nobody else would support me because i'm the best i'm morally better than these people but you never really had a pragmatic approach you never really had a realistic approach of what would it take to pass my bill and like that's what the green new deal is becoming i thought it was actually really um funny or not even funny it was actually kind of oddly sensationalistic when they sent those kids when some people sent those kids in to talk to senator diane feinstein and then dr davidio and tried to be like look she doesn't want the green new deal and they just cut out the part where she was like well we have a proposal for uh it's not called a green new deal but we have a proposal for the environment um and it's directly set on the environment it's not doing stuff like the green new deal promising everybody a job like why would we put that in a bill we can't even fucking live up to that and that also would be a completely separate thing in the fucking environment like we call it an environmental bill but then we throw shit in there that has nothing to do with the environment you don't sneak things in like that that's not how that works they won't accidentally pass your bill and be like whoops we promised everyone a job Mm-mm. but the, but it does sound good it does oh a perfect utopia world oh this this so i think people but people get caught up in that that like the internet loves that right you know like twitter loves that it, the green new deal is the greatest thing everyone should be on board with it you know on board with it fuck you but if we say okay well let's sit just eight people in a room 
and see if we can make them agree to everything that it would take to make this bill work you're not gonna find even eight people so because because we're gonna disagree so that's what a bill ha- a bill has to come from the things that one side sees and the other side sees and come together so anyway all that stuff to say like i like what the kids are doing mm-hmm. you know um and i say kids only because they're old, young compared right. to the older right not the members of congress kids, and they right. ran on being young and hip mm-hmm. and all that shit and i like and that. i love that shit but this is the process too yes and- you know ilhan's words being taken out of context or twisted or whatever that's part of the process too it's been happening it's i remember it's so funny like all the people that hate obama um that that also say that say all this radical shit in public it's it's i always laugh because it's just a matter of time till it happens to them and this is one of her times where you said one thing and nobody gives a fuck what you just said nope they're like we don't like you we don't like the way you said it we can be and we can be islamophobic but we gonna call you anti-semitic for just pointing out anything true anything about israel anything about uh our our politics with israel any of that shit we will call you anti-semitic if you talk about it but um if we want to put a 9-11 poster up with your face on it well you just gotta deal with that like it's such a loaded world you're stepping into this is the same world barack obama navigated so this is not like like to it, it was easy to tar and feather him with, and be part of the just why this was wrong with you mm-hmm. but then when it's you it's like mm, it's not as easy as you thought huh Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i just thought that was interesting anyway we are episode 1854 crabs in a bucket buffet crabs in a buffet but mill says hi Kay. Yeah, they probably came in a bucket she, he probably she probably hit him with that bucket of crabs hi k rod when you were talking about the lady interrupting the one-year-old photo shoot with her dog you started you stated that you don't trust dogs because of their problematic racial history well we have a delightful beagle jack russell cross and i have to say you're goddamn right i don't trust this ah! i don't trust this motherfucker one bit ziggy is our dog and we love him but first of all he's white with a brown face that's right white with a brown face Mm-mm-mm, a black face dog when i <laughs> when i walk him he always hollering at bitches also being walked by <laughs> also being walked by their owners across the street and he loves white people probably a bit too much always wants to play with the whites in the neighborhood Mm-hmm. be careful that's what they do on a serious note oh no that was serious on a serious <laughs> note nothing is more irritating than these dog owners with their dogs off the leash there are bylaws in our city that are explicit about dogs being out on the leash in public places mm-hmm. off leash is barred except in dog parks can you guess the type of people who feel always feel entitled to casually stroll through the neighborhood with their dogs off the leash yep and in the second they bite somebody and shit you don't want to be held accountable or responsible it begins with w and ends with h-i-t-e this asshole was already wrong to have her dog off the leash then proceeds to have an altercation with the family just minding their own business also the family sounded more trendy than jamaican emil oh okay well i read an article that was jamaican so i'm sorry that they let you down with their accents but that's why luke cage was probably the best representation of jamaican uh, accents i've ever heard <laughs> phil says hey the black guy took king and queen this story about how car payments are rising here close to home for me i recently paid off my car and karen bringing up that money you pay a month in a car note is the price of rent is so true and i live in arkansas i lived in three different places while paying for this car and it was still at the least uh while i was paying for rent or mortgage between 130 percent to 33 percent of these expenses mm-hmm. public transportation 
seems to be non-existent in most areas in this part of the country so having a car is needed to make a living here next throw that dog lady in the pound that's all i have to say about her now them two folks fighting in the buffet line with tongs the officers on site it sounded like a sword match in the place so rod does this almost get to be partial sword ratcheting this conversation nah i don't count this tongs and swords not the same to me lastly more people of color in the tech world would give us less racist algorithms and that seems to be an easy fix if they would give a pop if they would give people of color a chance in the tech world uh thanks for the great for the great free content thanks phil right and you know what you wouldn't have these fucking cars just hitting brown people because they fucking don't even know you're there i'm low-key kind of waiting on this you know i'm low-key kind of waiting on this because i kind of want the police to um to install the ai technology and then black people won't be getting killed by the police no more because it'll be invisible to them yeah it'll take the longest amount of time obviously but you know once we work to police ai like we should be straight by then like we get to walk right by them and shit (laughs) they want to know what's happening like we don't recognize this as a person uh is hand jobs a good name for a nail salon yes or no karen no 62 percent of people say yes 38 percent say no brooklyn shubay says laugh my ass off laugh my ass off i love your pose puns and everything i was in the yes group we talked about it i got new information and thought about it and i was like you know what no mm-hmm. you got a massage today yeah and it, i don't no hand job was offered i promise yeah well i was like i don't want to have to bail you out you know they out here they checking everything these days everything well, then we had our walking dead recap to end the week it was 1855 two dads and a, a god dad and a baby um we got five comments phil says hey rod and karen thanks for still positively recapping the walking dead for your boy i have dropped all other reviews of this show besides you guys fun and entertaining take on each episode thanks man thank you now karen has an alpha impression that is golden <laughs> it is good did you want to do something no no okay i'm sorry no <laughs> okay all right she don't want to do it guys i feel that all that hate all the hate that young master henry is getting is almost on the same level as young fatty carl uh when he got into his death the difference being that if henry goes no one gonna miss the, that way of the cheese master disciple yeah because i gotta hear it because you know we had watched it so i kind of got it ingrained but i was like i haven't heard it in, the, in, in in like a few days okay all right henry done got himself and all the other survivors into a oh by the way i agree with you henry is very much like carl mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. think the role was probably uh, probably initially written for carl but they killed him and it was like well shit we gotta do something with this role yeah big mistake henry done got himself and all the survivors into a, a alpha voice conflict for no other reason come on uh that he want to put up put his bow staff into lydia's wormhole and, <laughs> and we all knew eugene was a cuck but man's out here actively looking to be a cuck and attempting to drag gabe into his world to cuck them yeah he just want to watch them have sex i'm sure of it mm-hmm. last thing shane's daughter needs a <laughs> shane's daughter needs an old-fashioned negro spiritual inspiring beating she been smelling herself and still got similac on her breath woo child that girl needs a slice of american cheese thrown on her face <laughs> people been killing me with that bullshit phd ramsey says five stars i too like phil enjoy recap wednesdays of the walking dead alpha she is the entire 53 percent of crazy southern white woman the other week when she slapped the shit out of her daughter her daughter priceless white woman 
uh on white woman crime shane and Lori's daughter is so woke that what could her black mama michonne do yeah she believe in restorative justice y'all mm-hmm. um she's been listening to him on the internet d ramsey uh oh wait and we get so she left too okay uh eve says henry sucks turk says hi guys what the fuck is wrong with the whispers you had at least 10 dozen people at that camp y'all fools can't clear a school a factory rick and co cleared the prison with five adults knives and a bow morgan cleared a whole damn town with his and he was crazy but y'all haven't found a place in 10 years the whispers must be full of people who lived in their meemaw's basements and trolled twitter all day before the z-pox started because they are just useless i ship connie and daryl oh oh you know i do too though did you see that smile i thought they was trying to say something right and I, but before you go on i with when it comes to the whispers to an extent i understand because they're thing like look people that actually has a have a home the homes get taken mm-hmm. so our thing is we're gonna roam like we're not gonna stay in a spot too long we're gonna constantly move around like we, we don't want to have a spot where you can roll up on we don't want an address a telephone number a zip code and an email address we're like mm-hmm. nah we're good we gonna be one of the people that's like kind of off the grid yeah it's not that they can't find a spot right they don't want to find a spot Mm -mm. they like being nomadic and they probably feel like it's worked for them so far yeah and they probably feel like like you said it's safer because nobody can find them you know what i just realized while talking about this alpha's people gonna even be more upset with her now that they've been attacked by zombies they're gonna be like bitch you did this you brought that fucking boy here uh because she, she said it was the first time she had been challenging years and it felt different and then so she knew something was something was kind of she know her power is weakening over these cult members i think mm-hmm. and then they get attacked that's a lot that says a lot for how that that it's gonna make the morale of those people that follow her even less so and i look like a lot of them got ate up so it looked like their numbers are probably gonna be dwindling uh, gonna be a lot less mm-hmm. by the end of this ends and then and then her daughter's gone again oh yeah so they're gonna be like this you are fucking killing us if she goes back for her daughter again because she gonna probably go back this time under the guise of we need to attack them to prove a point is and they're gonna be like you just want your fucking daughter back you need to kill your daughter when we see her then yeah yeah um so um uh yeah uh i shipped connie and daryl all the other white dudes ended up with a black queen so daryl may as well go on and get him a taste and connie's standards may be lower than normal because in the z-pock as long as someone is not trying to rape kill or eat you they are a catch low-key aaron is such an underrated character he's been brave and understanding since we met him even though he caught them hands the first time he met rick and co he always stands up for what's right he's reasonable also he's the least annoying kid we've met gracie listens uh uh yeah gracie listens he told her as to stay back from magnus crew when they arrived and she did he told her to go back in the house so she could uh discuss so he could discuss grown folks business with michonne and she did he might be a good choice for the next leader of the group that's a good yo great mm-hmm. point peace turk yo that would be dope if one of the groups uh ends up being led by aaron like alexandra you know what i could see that like like all jokes aside and i could see um at first i was like daryl but i could see daryl actually kind of cold over hilltop with mm-hmm. tara we got some voicemails um on skype let's get these uh 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line they or, gotta be two minutes or less or daryl being security daryl being security for hilltop 
okay yeah i can see that oh i forgot the poll the poll was is the fair going to be attacked yes or no yes a hundred percent yes no comments because <laughs> michonne was like this is not a good what are y'all doing they're like we want to be free okay now okay now go on go she was like go on out there with your fast ass i like that a hundred percent of us are like this is a mistake <laughs> this is gonna keep be, y'all asses at home it's gonna go down what are y'all mm, thinking mm, yeah, this is a road trip <laughs> you ought to be like we'll wait till fucking next year that's a very rare 100 percent from the audience all right let's get to your voicemails this is from miss chris Chrisable. um i was listening to the sunday show and like a couple of things like have me pause and give you guys a quick call i haven't talked to you guys in a minute um what was I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About Marshalls, like, the Lord blesses me through Marshalls. Like, especially at a, just a Marshalls shoe shop, like, maybe 20 minutes from me, like a, a really bougie city or whatever um, up here in Connecticut. But it's Marshalls. There's just shoes and pocketbooks. Always blessing me with that. Like, this past time last week, I said, oh, my son needs a new pair of Jordans. Guess what I found? $40 Jordans. Mm. Yes. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I haven't had sneakers in a long time. Hmm. Let me find something cool and functional, like Hirachis. I went to the to the Mario Pops sneaker store, hundred something dollars for some Hirachis. The Hirachi Ultras, mind you. That's what my feet like. Marshall Shoe Shop, $40 Hirachis. The kick was, they were all white. I was like, no, I'm not going to get them. They're all white. But then something said, go get them. And then I got them, and it something said, And then I, I found it. I found out how to paint all my Hirachis that I got for forty dollars. It's like, you know, the Lord just blesses me all the time. Going to Marshalls and TJ Maxx and um, Burlington. But what really stopped me from today and disturbed my spirit was that um, y'all never had no nigger oxtails in your whole forty years. I think that just seems kind of unbelievable to me. Like I had oxtails my whole life. And not from like my Jamaican people, but from my southern mothers, mm. my southern aunties. They made oxtails like all the time. Like I just, <sighs> sorry to let you down. I know. I'm. I'm. We are so sorry to let you down. Now, if it was pig, I've been pig. I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of pig and parts and shit like that. But yeah yeah um as far as oxtails uh yeah i did not grow up with that that's like Mm -mm. um and i know a lot of people say it's like good jamaican food i know the i really it was social media that i saw people really talking about it and it was um people from up north um down here we have a i mean i've eaten a lot of shit we had a lot of shit that my aunts and uh grandma used to cook and stuff but i don't know how i made it through my life without having oxtail until and i i did forget i've had it before but not in the black way or whatever i've had it and um i've had oxtail in pho before um yeah that was actually the first time i had it i was like what is this uh it's delicious it's soaked in broth um but nah that was my first time really having it from like you know black people and shit so or well dominican people i don't know how yeah, y'all just, i just go brown people yeah i don't know how y'all parse all that shit i don't feel like arguing about it so don't write yeah, brown i i counted it um all right you got more voicemails let's get to the next two so both of them are from our girl aman nerd geek ninja wait why did that not play i hit play it was 
trying to play. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm still listening to the first racism drop for. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, I'm crying. Um, I'm with your mom, right? Just this, like, like ugly crying because there's so many emotions. <laughs> When Karen said, you know, reverse racism, <laughs> and then you said, not quite welcome. Oh, man. It's just, but it's funny. And then I'm also thinking about just, like, my uncles and my aunts and all the things. Like, some of them, you know, like, were born and grew up during Jim Crow. Like, they're really old. My dad's the baby of the family, so, you know, he missed a lot of that, even though, you know, he experienced racism being born in the late 50s, but, you know, by the time he was old enough, you know, the civil rights movement was almost over. He, you know, both my parents remember, like, you know, seeing the signs and everything, but it's just so crazy because I agree with you about those ancestor shirts because I never really understood it. It always seems kind of disrespectful because I was like, I even if your grandparents or, you know, or aunts and uncles didn't march or anything, but they survived a lot. It's like, I think about the stuff, the stories that my family members tell. It's like, yeah, I don't know what I would do if I had to deal with that every single day. Come on. Okay, I may not have marched, but dang. It's like, I don't know if we can survive half the stuff that our ancestors did. So, but yeah, so thank y'all. I'm going to finish listening to the episode. Oh, and Halal is... She called back. We'll get to the second message. I forgot to mention what Miss Christopher said um, when she brought up the marshals Mm -hmm. um, and all that stuff. It, It is crazy how, like, it's my it might be a magical store maybe some wizards run it or something it always <laughs> it always just has the one thing you need don't it mm-hmm. it just always does and, and sometimes you, you ain't even looking for it and you can never find it again like you go in there for some candles and you come out of there with uh a battery powered coffee maker and you're like i didn't even know this existed and if and if the coffee maker break after you've had a few months of use and you try to go back guess what you'll never find it again Mm-mm. that was the one time that's was like how y'all gonna go online i went in there one time i was looking for candles and hangers and i ended up buying it's still in my room now i bought the perfect shelf for my bedroom it was like i needed i don't have a uh-huh. thing on my side of the uh dresser on my side of the bed mm-hmm. uh having for a long time i used to have a um small table it Every, was trash things would fall off, off of it and so i just was like wait a minute this this dresser it does i don't need drawers it has one small drawer at the top it has two shelves i could put stuff on my tablet and my phone and all that stuff it's perfect and that is never going to be in there again mm-hmm. there it's I've not never seen it since it's not part of a set they didn't mm-hmm. when i bought it they didn't turn around and replace it it's just a fucking bougie ass goodwill that's it all right next uh to the end of these messages uh this message from the mind um i think she was about to tell us about halal mm-hmm. oh sorry i got cut off okay but it, just in case someone didn't explain what halal was on twitter or facebook or anything halal is the way that food is prepared islam according to in, in to islam is the way meat is slaughtered and food is prepared 
Um, so any food can be halal except that things that are strictly forbidden to us, like pork and alcohol. So, uh, so the fact that there's a Dominican halal restaurant, like I, I gotta come up there and try that because <laughs> they have some really good food. And if it's halal, that means there's no pork and I can eat it. Mm, <clears throat> okay. But yeah, so there's halal Chinese restaurants, there's halal like hmm. Jamaican restaurants. You can find all types of halal food. Ah. It's not all just Middle Eastern food. But um, yeah, that's the only thing else I want to say. I'm gonna. I'm glad I stopped trying because I was like straight up ugly, joyful, and sad crying. It's a weird. It was very weird. It was a whole combination of emotions. But I love you guys. This is Iman, if I didn't say before. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, I always forget. Uh, not always, but a lot of times I forget because we get to certain segments on the show. And especially, like, fucking with black people, um, LGBTQ news, um, certain segments where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to talk about this shit because, you know, it gets so stressful talking mm-hmm. about that shit. And I really don't want to be one of those black podcasts that spends all day like it, good time Negro spiritual or all day explaining like why we are humans to white people mm-hmm. you, you guys know what i mean um and i'm not knocking those shows we need those oh, shows no, i just yes, don't want to do. i just don't want to do that work that's you know the work i want to do is more like finding the humor and things but Correct. i always fucking forget until we start the segment is i choose whether or not i'm going to take that shit in so you know a lot of times we can cover the same like ridiculousness of racism while while mocking racism and laughing at it correct and this is an episode where you know a lot of the funny stuff people are talking about is actually doing a serious piece from the fucking with black people where we're like covering like this motherfucker crying after presenting a black woman as a prop talking about she worked for trump and i saw the tweets i saw uh mm-hmm. you know obviously i heard the message and you know my mom called and people really fucking love that segment and that's something that you know um i like it it's why we do what we do you know it's it's why it's what i think i'm here to do and uh one of the things that was um funny i was listening to um firestarter and tom was talking about on my facebook page the r kelly interview i posted that picture from gail where Mm -hmm. he was having a tantrum and said uh this is my mama every time i don't have mcdonald's money you know wait me waiting on me to just shut the fuck up because we ain't going we sure ain't. um but somebody was like i can't wait for y'all to talk about this and sometimes things happen and i dread talking about it on the show i don't talk about it on the show i wait to talk about it on the show get more information right you know but ultimately we are a show that talks about it you know that's the thing people like about our show is we talk about this shit and it's not like under the pressure of well i'm gonna talk about it but i I just want to say the things that will appease everybody listening i'm gonna talk about this but i'm really just pandering to y'all y'all know i don't actually believe this shit but i know the right things to say so i'm just gonna say the right things quote unquote and at the same time we don't talk about things to purposely piss people off right to be provocative to be whatever but one thing we do a good job of is being funny talking about the shit that other people talk about like there's a lot of people that are going to talk about that stuff and they're never going to find what's going to make people laugh in it and you know and sometimes we don't find it sometimes it's harder than others but in general like there's some laughter to be had because at the end of the day we're all stuck here together you know and 
i'd rather not avoid those type of things and this is a and i thank y'all for writing in and calling in and my mom for calling because it reminds me like yeah we can talk about that you know we don't have to be so like we don't have to take it so seriously we can have fun with it and there's a and and at the same time we're not saying we're not picking at people we're not Mm -mm. we're not knocking we're not like laughing at, at at the seriousness of it we're just saying like this is absurd if you don't laugh you'll fucking go crazy come on you might as well laugh with us because i'm going crazy if i don't laugh you know anyway thank you next voicemail not sure who this one's from uh this might be a first time caller hey riley karen uh i'm a long time fan i've been for a long time i was calling because uh first of all i tell you guys i love your show thank you Uh, one of my first podcasts i listened to uh walking dead recap game of thrones recap you guys put me on to uh, 3GO, yeah. 3 Negroes, Ratchet Hatchet, Where's My 40 Acres, mm. and all that stuff. But, uh, oh, and Karen, yes, I have. That's my five-star review, so don't try and get me shame. <laughs> you might remember me as the email review that I told you guys that I'm the one in the uh, Ricky Michonne episode where Michonne was pushing the car. I'm the dude that, at one point, my girl had to push the car so I could pop the clutch. Anywho, mm. just real quick, I know I only got two minutes. Uh... I'm watching new today. Today is Friday, uh, March 8th. I'm watching, they got Jesse Smollett followed by R. Kelly. And I couldn't help but think, if only Jesse Smollett hired R. Kelly to make the attack. <laughs> we know they both wouldn't snitch on each other. Hopefully, we don't know. <laughs> and then they could have had an awesome remix of Guilty to a Proven Innocent. Oh, I to say that made me laugh real quick. That's I just good. want to call and say once again, I love your show. Please you guys. And I just had that, as you guys call them, random thoughts. Love you guys. Wow, you really have listened to us a long time, and you must be a fan because what you just suggested was highly inappropriate and <laughs> and not funny to anyone except, except for us. us and the people that probably listen to the show. For us, uh, but yes, um, I would be down for that. I would lose my shit if them niggas did a motherfucking and, and, and not guilty part two remix. And that shit would be a fucking bop it would be about but my god the think pieces twi- like times have changed so fast people would have meltdowns could you even imagine if r kelly jay-z released not guilty today like oh, they like lose their minds. like say jay-z was accused of something and got off and then uh r kelly was accused of, well we know he accused of and got off mm-hmm. nigga they couldn't put no song together no fucking way no way oh like it's almost like i can't believe it happened in hindsight right like i know jay-z regret that shit i know he'd be like man what the fuck was i I thinking what the fuck was i thinking i shit not even close to the same i'm over here like hey y'all i got away with stabbing a nigga and r kelly is like hey i just be raping little girls uh you can't bop to this Mm-mm. what what an insane time to be alive for yep. that to happen and sometimes certain things it's just an error like a lot of yeah. times people go well you know i wish they would do this you're like no 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 it's certain things that because of the time it could only happen then and i think that's the reason they even did best of both worlds because that song was such a bop to people correct but you want to know what's crazy going back and thinking about it like jay-z versus on there wasn't even hot it mm-hmm. was all the r kelly chorus that's the whole reason that whole song went off like all the whistles and the beat from I, it sound like a swiss beat but who knows who made that beat but 
i was all that r kelly chorus and it made that she was so catchy you couldn't help yourself and be like but i was i i am a lyric lover and even i don't remember what the fuck jay-z was rapping about uh, on that song because it was just a, you get to the chorus and you sang real loud that's a nigga singing too hard song and, <laughs> And yes it is i won't add it to my list obvious for obvious no. reasons but uh but yeah it's crazy to think about that um in hindsight but yeah we ain't i mean we ain't getting no remix uh this time hopefully Mm-mm. he can get the remix to incarceration and we don't see him again and also the jesse smollett thing man they are charging him with 16 felonies they upped it from one to 16 and i have a theory about this i think they are trying to intimidate him saying into confessing or pleading guilty to a lesser charge um so that then there won't be a trial right because i am starting to believe i mean i kind of already believe this but i think even if he did set up some sort of hoax in order to gain attention for some reason that i don't understand let's say he did that it doesn't mean they have the proof of that Mm-mm. and the job that that because the way they're trotting out the narrative in public and the fbi is actually doing work by you know investigating it themselves being like we're not finding that the police's uh conclusions match up to necessarily the evidence like you, you know yes that could be what happened because nobody you know like maybe he he did write that check and it's not really for training and it's some bullshit and they had a cover story and it was kind of flimsy maybe but as always we don't fucking really know and unless the police have some other evidence then only what they they can do what they do to a lot of black people throw the book at you until you go well i'll take probation then thank you and then you take probation and then they'll probably make them be like and you need to say that you did this shit it was a hoax and confess to it this isn't to say he's innocent this isn't to say he's guilty this is simply the way that you wait two weeks and then charge him with 15 more felonies that's how it feels to me like we gonna make you we're gonna make you say this shit under threat of prison time um because i mean they gave that manafort dude 47 months and they ready to throw the fucking book at um at, at jesse like this shit is crazy i i mean i would like to hope that if you're listening to the sound of my voice you we can agree that even if worst case scenario he set this up and it's and that's really bad i would hope that you can listen to the sound of my voice and you're agreeing with me that we don't need to send him to fucking prison like can't we agree on that like even if it's even if you do think like this was fucked up and and you're one of those people that thinks this really hurts black people and gay people and all of that stuff even if you are one of those people i feel like we should be able to say all right but prison is a bit excessive for this shit what happens to them people that be out here i hate to do this but these motherfuckers that be out here like blacks rule niggers said black lives matter and put it on my truck and we find out they lying i don't recall anyone getting years in prison and shit for that like a fine don't do it again if you if you do it again we're gonna really lock you up yeah they're trying to make an example yeah so i i don't know man i that's how i'm feeling about it at this moment if more information comes in obviously we'll keep talking about it Mm because we we talks about it but you know last voicemail 
Hey, Rod and Karen. This is your boy James from Pennsylvania, a.k.a. Smash Crimpets, <laughs> the dude that be lurking on IG and Twitter, to borrow from Rihanna. I just want to say thank you very much for your contributions and also your likes and laughs at my jokes on Twitter. Thank you very much. They're not always funny, but you do show a play of love. And Rod and Karen is 2019, and I'm doing my best to be thankful for the good people in my life and appreciate them. I want to let you know I appreciate y'all. Aww. And Rod, my man, a.k.a. Bite That Kit Kat, a.k.a. <laughs> the Granny Smith Stand. Thank you so much for your podcast and enriching my life. And Karen. Yes. I am here for all your opinions and rants. Whenever you feel like it, snatch the mic. I am here for all of that. Come on. (laughs) One more thing. Rod, I'm lobbying for more prejudiced white man voice. I will pay for it. I will contribute. (laughs) I need more stuff from you when you walk around and say, the world will be a better place. (laughs) <laughs> there weren't all these niggers around. <laughs> that stuff brings you so much joy. Thank you very much for your time. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will take that under advisement. Uh, I normally only break that out when we cover uh, uh, fucking with black people, mm-hmm. and it's something written that I don't have audio for, and then ah! I then I break out the racist white man voice because. Don't they all sound that way? It don't matter yes. where they're from. Don't matter where they're from. They that's how they sound in to my ears. They can be in Alaska. Like it's like it's, it's. I don't know how the redneck voice got so universal throughout. Like that's why you listen. I love my black folks. I love y'all. I know some of my wokey blacks. I know some of my. I grew up around white people. Black really hate the phrase talking white. I know they hate it. <sighs> but some people do sound white. White people sound a certain way. Okay i've never heard a black person that sounds that way nobody has ever heard a black person that has the racist southern white man voice we come from the south we don't sound like that okay it's never you never caught us being like these you know these got these goddamn niggers over here you never caught it you Mm -hmm. never slipped and been like oh i thought there was a white man behind me oh it was a brother (laughs) Ah! even hootie from hootie and the blowfish don't don't talk like like that. that okay cowboy troy don't don't talk like you right and we're coming to your city come on that dude does not get off of the mic and then sound like he hates like segregation now segregation forever like he don't sound like that white power right only racist white dudes sound like that and they can be from fucking alaska and they still sound like that from another country they still sound like that to me oh my god they speak english the racist white southern voice is just unique i just wish it wasn't racist but Mm -mm. (sighs) you don't get to pick um all right we got some emails before we get out of here been listening to podcasts since 2005 this is from canada it's a five-star review on itunes yay by nicole ramon thank you nicole been listening to podcasts since it was only atheists and tech people doing them and this is my first ever review oh thank you black hand praying emoji it has been wild seeing the industry built off of something that was once so niche wasn't it i remember so does pepperidge farms 
i have seen this medium transform and improve upon itself however throughout all the iterations none have structured themselves quite like the blackout tips in a world where we are inundated with parasocial brands that are only interested in commodifying relationships the blackout tips instead built a community this dynamic duo is one of the most sincere and intellectually honest you will ever encounter subscribing to this podcast will leave you more attuned to the world um to a world that feels easier to apathetically tune out with the equally hilarious yet contrasting types of humor earnest empathy and critical thinking skills rod and karen will make living in this absurd world that's riddled with tribalism worth it i have been pulling off i've been putting off writing a review for a year because capturing this phenomenon that is this podcast is hard these guys are creating a paradigm shift in what it means to consume media and i'm honestly just waiting for the rest of the industry to acknowledge their impact oh my god that is like the nicest five-star review but oh my god i see you there paradigm shift listen right big words okay i learned that when i worked in corporate america and i had to come up with something for my um for my presentations i love slipping that paradigm in there they love that like this is a paradigm shift in the nation they'd be like oh ooh, paradigm must mean something listen that is very nice of you thank mm-hmm. you so much um and we appreciate it since we 2005 do. wow you've been around a long time baby you had to spin an ipod wheel i did i don't know where our mind is but i had one it was a brick that thing is a fucking weapon you hit somebody with that they going down that shit was heavy Woo, it felt like five pounds miss crystal wrote in and said i left a voicemail message but i got cut off so i wanted to reiterate that i think it's weird that both of y'all was yesterday years old when y'all first had nigga oxtails and your combined almost 80 years that's like almost a century of not eating oxtails that's a lot almost as suspect as jesse smollett wait did you write smigglet smigglet <laughs> not not liking mariah carey oh you talking about justin. justin justin yeah justin told me to call him jesse y'all don't listen to premium y'all don't know anyway jesse uh <laughs> more like messy smollett that's come on jesse mariah carey mariah carey on some i don't know her tip and y'all let him in his house each and every week shaking my head well you know what would you like me to not let him in my house no more and then we don't have the pregame and the balls deep i mean it's really up to you i'll leave right in to let me know what to do (laughs) jesus christ uh we've had our differences in the past but whatever i've been rocking with y'all for 50 11 years trusting y'all in blackness and love but for real y'all never had oxtails before really i know i'm not i'm from the north and we got more diasporaticalness or whatever and i grew up around west indians and african american african african americans but my very southern mother and very southern aunties both for real and for play play made oxtails uh matter of fact their oxtails were different than jamaican oxtails moms and them's oxtails had a beef stew type of gravy with the jamaican ox while the jamaican oxtails were more in a juice based gravy as opposed to gravy gravy and with obviously more jamaican spices so with this knowledge even as a child i was like i oxtails is a part of the rich southern black soul food traditions of turning undesirable and cheap meats into magic so well that is the that is is this wait so well that this as well as other niggas meats like chicken wings chitterlings and whatnot is crazy expensive now 
with all that said i'm tuning down i'm turning down the collective the blackout t- tips podcast network's blackness to 80 percent 10 percent for oxtails travesty 10 percent for the um mariah madness i'm very disappointed in y'all and will wait two seconds before pressing play on the podcast as opposed to my regular 0.5 seconds shame shaking my head miss christopher i can't believe i signed your titties and you were right this <laughs> i thought we had some special miss christmas i thought we were friends and you just throw people away this I was wrong was close this was wrong with black people really honestly you the problem just throwing black people away because they just they never had oxtails before at least i had them it's some people that's never gonna they're gonna die they never had oxtails okay i'm trying to rectify what was missing in my life i am so sorry to let you down Mm-mm-mm. disgusting <laughs> these up north blacks they be acting real different crabs in the <laughs> crabs i'll up it i'll up it in shit crabs in the buffet feedback alicia says regarding those 720 deals on cars i am uh one of those sad people that has a high ass car note i have a 2008 20, 2018 century and i pay $500 a month my Hyundai Sonata died, only had 3K left to play, to pay, and at the time, my credit score was a three. So- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no! I didn't know I could get that low, baby! How long could it get? Are there some numbers missing? <laughs> right, there's some zeros missing behind a that. Three? A three? Not 300? Not $300. She was like, mm-mm. Even Issa from Insecure was like, damn, a three. <laughs> That's Lord of me. You didn't get your life together. What is you doing wrong? Sleep on an ex's couch or something. Also, I live in the metro Atlanta suburbs where you need a car to get around, and I have two small children. You can't take the mortar? I'm just joking, guys. I've been in Atlanta. And I have two small children that are extracurricular activities. I feel felt like if I didn't have a choice, and I was surprised they approved me for so much. Although I love my little car, once I realized that I would be paying in full, and I, I instantly regret it. <clears throat> yeah. I kind of wish someone would total my car so I could use my gap insurance to get out of this shit and get a cash uh car i'm a well, delete this email from your don't let them see this mm-mm, in case mm-mm, something happened i'm a college graduate straddle with student loans as well cannot get a place to stay because although i'm working in the field i went to school for it only makes 45k gross where the typical rent payment in the hood is 800 dollars, and the typical decent no frills house or other various uh counties are selling at two hundred thousand dollars plus i feel so overwhelmed sorry i railed a little bit Q sad violin music i will try and raise my score then refinance if i don't gain the courage to try an insurance job on my car first alicia oh my gosh she sent this from her job no i'm not gonna say where you work but it makes this way more hilarious i'll yes. tell you afterwards karen but oh my god listen let me tell you something alicia okay um you are doing well okay five hundred dollars is it's tough to make for anybody come on uh, a month on a fucking car like i feel you and your babies need you to have that car right you need that car for work um it sucks and you just gotta tough it out man i'm so sorry that you gotta go through that and i feel you about that student loans and stuff like you know uh me and karen talking about like universal health care the other day and Mm -hmm. i was like how you gonna have universal health care if you don't unless we um make all student loans for doctors down to zero 
right how the fuck they if you make universal health care doctors not gonna get money no more and the money they make now is just to pay back the shit they owe like correct it take a long time as a doctor till you get in some green like you be working in the red most of your life or whatever so it's just crazy that um you know uh how the game is rigged and i'm so sorry you got to deal with that but mm-hmm. man them card notes man i i listen we got our last car like two years ago three years but we always get it used oh yeah so i you know i don't think i, I would ever buy I ain't a new got car the high sparkling brand new I, I it's okay for you butts don't been in the seat i can't even imagine what the fuck would happen if they came back to me and said okay so the payment gonna be 500 dollars. i'll probably lose it dog to be real i'm like uh okay so then what now can you just point me which way is out of here again which way is the fucking exit <laughs> the fuck you think this am i gonna be living in this bitch right sir that would be uh so we got your car payments down to uh 498 dollars a month mm, mm. so i live in the car right i'm looking like and what kind of cars is again d- right d- 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 is this a maserati is this a ferrari no d- no right. we're we, we doing like normal ass regular ass niggas cars i'm good so you mean all the other people i see on the street that's driving this car are paying this much for the for the for a month the devil is alive that's what I heard her say. And I'm not paying for no luxury vehicle. I'm not like they say. I don't. I don't turn it on, and it, and, and I don't hear room, room. What? Ain't one of them quiet starting Mm-mm. cars. Ain't got no leather seats that warm my ass up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I had to sell drugs. <laughs> I don't got it, man. That's a lot, right? I'm not saying. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and definitely you got kids and shit, man. Fuck. Anyway uh hey y'all uh charnel writes in hi rod and karen i heard karen on where's my 40 acres and i just and i just want to say karen Mm -hmm. you were right all along most sushi is finger food in japan although eating with chopsticks is still acceptable Mm -hmm. what did y'all talk about eating sushi with your hands or something on that yeah we're talking about eating sushi and twan was talking about how he have a hard time with chopsticks and i was telling him how i'd be embarrassed you in the restaurant because i just use my hands (sighs) y'all I, you be embarrassing me i'll be saying karen you embarrassing no, me okay no. all right see she be saying stuff like this on the show and making me sound like i'm some type of tyrant he's not y'all i don't care that's the right way to eat it i'll be encouraging her she's like oh i i don't i'm gonna eat this with my hands i'm like eat it with your hands what's fuck them because because with the chopsticks i can't put the whole piece and then it falls apart i was like this is too much yeah i like using chopsticks because i like the looks of diddy but it ain't no <laughs> look at diddy but i mean i i am not and if they don't roll it tight i ain't opposed to eating that shit with my hands i will absolutely grab your badly rolled uh because i hate the structural integrity integrity of sushi when it's like really like about to fall apart mm-hmm. and you get the chopsticks on it and it just it contributes to it like falling into a hump of rice yeah so a lot so of in that case i just like stuff it in my mouth fuck them mm-hmm. that's why some places we keep going i was like no wrap your rolls tighter baby but i just like i just like people being uh being impressed that i know how to wield them them sticks yeah you better than me i'm terrible at it nah well just just gotta stick with it a little bit you look silly for the first few times but you know somebody showed me how to do it one time and after that i figured out and just practice we got chopsticks in the house now it's easy to do like you just hold it like you hold a pencil um, for one of them and then you just mm-hmm. stick the other one in there um at the same time it's just easy after that i need one of them guys they got like little guys you can clip on like we got some of those too oh we do okay and we got uh some um 
uh what's that box we get with the loot crate loot crate i sent us some that had um chopsticks in them that are like uh frankenstein fingers or ah, something like that okay i seen them we got yes. those in the house too so anyway i love chopsticks but at the same time <clears throat> i watched a documentary on sushi and they was like in japan we just eat this shit with our hands we don't need no fucking sticks yeah and they was like we eat it warm like they went yeah. through the whole process and they like eat a lot of shit with their hands because i don't think they really have a lot of forks and stuff at least in the sushi culture right uh in the documentary i saw yeah in the documentary it was like shit man like you make a bowl of rice throw some fucking fish on it and we just scoop that shit up with I mean, our like, hands. yeah what's wrong with that anyway also i identify with you when you said you didn't know the difference between dark and white meat until just recently Mm-mm. i just learned like a year ago my husband just stared at me like i grew an extra head right right because i remember uh even when i was younger when people used to be like you want white or dark meat i just named a piece of meat you know right. because yeah miss christopher gonna definitely write in about this well yeah you ahead. can write in about that baby because she'll take three seconds to start the show next week i know i'm not the only one that, that, that didn't know this you know some people your parents may have taught you this is dark meat this is light meat no i what what are we eating legs thighs breasts what are we eating like i don't know the part of the animal yeah I, but to be fair i didn't know it for a long period of time and also don't care um i just named the part i want right like that's how i do it because um whenever we have the um like when i once i went to an hbcu you had chicken day uh, i'm assuming all hbcus have chicken day but let's just say we don't i don't know yeah. i thought we did right but we did at Fayetteville state sunday and yes. they'd be like you want dark or white and i'll be like i want a breast and a wing or whatever they be like i'm okay. like i want to find a leg i'll just name the pieces right oh you mean white i'm like i don't <laughs> see color when it comes to chicken i am colorblind when it comes to this chicken i see pieces i want a thigh and a leg mm-hmm. and they're like okay uh-uh. that's dark I, if you say so sir <laughs> come on come on i don't believe in this race thing you calling on this chicken are you frying it darker sir <laughs> i don't know what you mean but give me the pieces of the chicken i demanded <laughs> right uh, what the fuck are we talking about here i would like white a dark i would like a breast and two legs well that's white and dark i don't care <laughs> Give, right i don't give a fuck either it's all going to the same stomach right and when you go in the grocery store it don't go white a dog it'd be like here's your legs and your thighs here's a mix of everything it don't go just the white section and it's the dog section mm-hmm. um so oh and i did forget to mention on the last well i'll wait to the end of this um lastly the episode uh crabs in the buffet was too goddamn funny although i'm tired of white people making excuses to harass us photo shoot phoebe is kick- lucky she didn't get her ass beat and i hope they sue her for assault can they just fucking let us live yeah that's what's funny is uh talking to my man randolph and he was like you know he doesn't like the nicknames you know a lot of black people feel that way for these white people when they do racist shit but i, I love them like i really love the nicknames i think it's much better than anything we've had before because right, they don't have to take time to learn the name and we always find out who the fuck they are every time right. people be like say they real name they real name not gonna trend no it's not so just chill like let's do it this way that's working it, we have a method a white person do some crazy shit we record it and then we pick on them and then we find out what the fuck happened to them and they get in trouble that's it that's the process it's working the process before this was white person do some crazy shit before a long time ago we didn't have cameras okay white person do some crazy shit we record it it goes viral uh oh no we put it on the internet it doesn't go viral that was what happened before this is 
it's like oh this white woman went crazy at shonies it's like uh maybe somebody sees it maybe they don't um or we don't you know it, it like maybe somebody sees it but it doesn't get enough notoriety for them to know who the person is going viral is a huge part of this black people are geniuses we are smoke we are so smart and savvy with social media a lot of times when people say they don't like this i i get a little defensive because i'm like i feel like y'all are sleeping on the black genius of making these motherfuckers go viral with comedy because it always comes back south park susan got kicked out of her fucking apartment that was here in my city shit like i'm gonna pull my phone i'll see some racist shit happen for show because i'm like oh we getting you we are getting you like fuck that so anyway man I, I think we need to i think we need to uh embrace that man so yeah i'm glad photo shoot food and also i just don't want to i just don't want to be sad all the time about this i can't i can't I'm a la- I refuse i'm gonna laugh sometimes it's what i our people gotta laugh sometimes uh anyways hope y'all doing well thank you for continuing to put out good content thank you oh and i remember the last thing i did want to say was uh um alicia's email reminded me like y'all there are times in your life when you are broke right mm-hmm. yes it is we all we all have we all have been there well most of us have been there um but there's nothing like that <laughs> where you're so broke and you start thinking to yourself like i wish somebody would just total my motherfucking car just total my car i could write this bitch off gavish like when you start coming up with plans on your own shit you know what i mean like you need your car but it's like right but this car could also be ten thousand dollars like just let them like crash it to the side of me and maybe hurt my arm a little bit i could sue him for some damage i, I to go my to arm. the chiropractor to get my life back together i give you know i could give up a right leg you know i'm that broke like you think of the desperate shit like oh, i'm gonna get some motherfucking plasma to this person i'm gonna sell all my cds start looking around everything around your house you start feeling it's like for sale it's like what can i sell in this motherfucker like you were so proud when you got your hdtv now you look at this motherfucker like how much is this worth and it's like you start finding out how worthless your life is and how worthless Come on! the shit, shit that you own is like you like oh man maybe somebody want a 1996 toyota corolla nobody wants a 1996 toyota corolla not even for free not unless you're a collector no you could pull up to a homeless man be like you want this car for free they be like oh no No. sir i'll wait on a better offer that is (laughs) that is when you are broke broke man there's that desperation that feeling man like oh my god i remember taking out a city financial loan one time Mm -hmm. the interest rate on that motherfucking loan was fucking ridiculous it was like uh the interest rate was where it say like you know what it's gonna be it was like yeah the annual interest rate is we fuck you in the ass every day yeah we compound we actually come every day and fuck you in the ass because it's compound so every day you get a little bit more interest yeah we just gonna come to your house and uh just we want our dick sucked every day that's the that's the interest on this loan sir and i was like "Mm, i'll sign it that was how broke i was at the time i was like i don't have a choice this is what it's gonna take and we tried to we was like we got to pay this bitch off as soon as possible i was so happy to be fortunate to be able to pay that shit off and i was looking at uh some stuff the other day i was like man if i keep playing my cards right like student loans will be paid off soon car be cares car will be paid off soon mm-hmm. like all this type of stuff is like but we've been very fortunate and a lot of that's thanks to y'all right you know if it wasn't for y'all listening if it wasn't for y'all that were premium members wasn't for y'all donating spreading the word leaving five-star reviews 
using our sponsors when we have sponsors Mm -hmm. all of this shit is just like what makes us uh you know be able to get make our lives better like it's really the power of just this black ass audience um and uh well i guess everybody in the audience whoever is in the Mm -hmm. audience i actually don't know who the fuck listens to this i assume Mm -hmm. i assume black people because that's all i talk to but uh, (laughs) but nah man it really is uh it really has proven a lot so thank y'all man but man nigga broke days i remember one of my schemes was to go get the columbia house mailer so you get them cds for free Mm -hmm. and then go up to the pawn shop and try to sell the cds to the pawn shop but they didn't want that shit because then columbia house started put taking a little chunk out of the plastic yes they did and so they could tell that you had a columbia house cd not a cd you bought from a store right and for some reason for them they was like this is now less valuable but i'm like it still got the same songs on it it's in the fucking plastic yeah it's still in the plastic they were like nope fuck that shit we don't want your brand new shit so it was crazy man so thank y'all man every time i drive by the check cash in place man i look in that line and i think about my black ass could have been right up in there right there was a time where i was in a city financial being like my car is collateral that's a good idea like come on that was a time dog like i still have my deed for my car that i got back where i'm like oh yeah i remember this i remember that city financial was a lean on my motherfucking shit like i'm talking about like and when they say lean you know you be like oh yeah lean. no 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 they actually lean like you look and you you come on they be leaning on your ass every day at work they be, right they be leaning on your ass when you go to the grocery store they be leaning on your ass when you go out to eat they just motherfucking lean on you every, they be like who is this nigga leaning on you oh it ain't number city financial they know that bitch <laughs> They be leaning on your car when you walk out in the morning. Come like, on, they be ready to go to work. Right, you. They beat you upstairs. You walk up. You walk up there. They be leaning on your chair. All right, right come to work today, bitch. You know I'm leaning. Got time to lean. Got time to give me my money. Okay. Right. All right, y'all. That's it for today. Um, we'll be back. Uh, probably tomorrow and Monday. We'll probably take Tuesday off because it's supposed to if everything goes right it's supposed to be on another podcast okay. and uh obviously walking dead wednesday will be our recap so thank y'all for listening we appreciate y'all and until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.